Welcome to the RDH Magazine Podcast, an Endeavor Business Media production. This show represents the voice of today's RDH. Like mine. And mine. Like mine. And mine. And mine. And yours. Join us each Tuesday and Thursday as we explore trending topics and go behind the scenes and into the minds of our amazing writers and friends. And now, here's the latest episode with Jackie Sanders. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Jackie Sanders, the chief editor of RDH Magazine. And today I am joined with Teresa McCarter, a dear friend of mine who has written an amazing article for RDH Magazine. How are you today, Teresa? I'm doing well, Jackie. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. The name of the article is How Periodontal Probing Can Help Detect Cancer. And it was published in the August 2023 issue. So I highly recommend all of our listeners go and read this article because where Teresa and I are going today is building on the story. So Teresa, you became very interested only be not only, but because MDS afflicted a family member of yours. Please tell us a little bit about MDS and how your brother is doing today. Thank you. My brother, Tommy, lives in Billings, Montana, and a year and a half ago, he was diagnosed with myelodysplastic syndrome, and we'll refer to that as MDS. It's just much simpler. And at the beginning, we really didn't know what it was. We hadn't heard of it. I'm from a family of 11 children, and all of us were very worried because once you look at it, it is a blood cancer. And we really delved into what's going on here and what are the treatments. Now, just a little backstory. My brother, Tommy, his wife died at the age of 30 with two small children, seven and five, and she died from breast cancer. So his biggest fear was for them losing a second parent to cancer. So he was going to delve into any type of treatment that was going to save his life. And for this particular illness, the treatment is stem cell transplant. So he went on this journey. And what was interesting is that when I started looking at MDS, I started seeing what the symptoms were for this disease. And when you look at it, one of them is fatigue. Well, we're all fatigued, maybe pale skin, mouth sores, petechiae, and bleeding gums. Well, We all know bleeding gums, and we all know mouth sores. So that was where it piqued my interest. So I was like, okay, I got to learn more about this. So that kind of led me to kind of getting more and more interested in what was going on with him. Now, he is a year and a half post-transplant, and there's a lot of stuff that's gone on between then and now. And with the article, I wanted to just give the readers information to pique their interest and help them understand that this is something that affects a large portion of our population, specifically people over 60. Now, let's talk about people over 60. There's (laughs) 74.6 million people over 60, Jackie, and I are both one of them. Yes, we are. (laughs) Yes. And so, you know, I think about my schedule last week at an office I subbed at, and I had seven patients over the age of 60, and then I had two five-year-old twins. What a difference, right? And so all of them, you know, I had that in the back of my mind. You know, I was thinking, all right, we do an extra oral, an intraoral exam. We're looking for uh, how the gum tissue looks. We're looking for mouth sores. And then 
we go to the second diagnostic part of our exam, which is probing. And so then I look back at my career and I think, how many times have I subbed in an office and I looked at their period charting and either it was non-existent or it was many years old? And even if there was one, there was very little information on bleeding. And bleeding gums is one of the biggest symptoms of MDS and some other diseases. Now, when we think of bleeding gums, most of us jump to, well, they have poor oral hygiene. Then we might think about medication-induced. Then we might start thinking about diseases. Well, we have to be a little more vigilant on our record-keeping and being aware that bleeding on probing is very, very important. And how many times in hygiene school did we hear that? I think Esther Wilkins' book mentions it probably, you know, you know, 10,000 times, bleeding on probing. But it means can mean something different other than periodontal disease. So this is kind of what piqued my interest. Um, I will like to share what my brother is going through now, and but we can touch on that a little bit later in our podcast. So in the last couple of months, I have interviewed individuals who stress the importance of oral cancer screenings. And this is just in addition to that oral cancer screening, which includes the probing. And I know oftentimes hygienists don't have the time to record those bleeding points, but those bleeding points are going to be a trigger here. If you only had two or three in previous appointments and all of a sudden you've got 14 or 15, you know, you that sets up a red flag. But also then, I mean, are there key things you could ask this individual? You mentioned fatigue. You mentioned pale skin. Are there any other questions you could ask your patient as you dive? Or or is it just with those three, it's like, I think you, I would recommend right. you see your physician? Right. Um, this is a very good question because there are other things that you can ask your patients. Now, when I say fatigue, we're not talking about, oh, yeah, I'm tired. It is extreme fatigue. It's like they just do not rest. And then also the, the bleeding gums. It's not only bleeding gums. It is the platelets are being affected with NDS. So you may have them having bleeding noses, okay? You may have having them bump their arm very lightly and they will bleed. They might have blood in their stool, which they're not even aware of. Of course, that would be another topic to, to lean on. Mm-hmm. So um, the, the bleeding point is so very relevant to NDS. And so you want to ask all these relevant questions. But what's so important is when you read about this, a, a prophy is contraindicated with someone who has NDS. So if we haven't really got the information from their past history, you know, were they bleeding like this four months ago? And all of a sudden they are bleeding, you know, on probing. You know, something is happening. And we oftentimes, what do we do? We just talk about home care. We jump into a prophy, root cleaning, and don't even think about it. Now, That being said, you know, we're not going to always jump to this conclusion because you have to have all of these pieces in place. You also want to ask them if, you know, they have seen their doctor, have they have recent blood tests? This is very important. But we all know that um, this type of disease can cause a problem because if the oral prophylaxis is done, there is a possible risk of septicemia. You know, it is an immune compromised condition. So, it's just so important. And just knowing that past history, it's difficult for hygienists who are doing 
subbing because they don't have that history with the patient. Now, I just wanted to say one story, and I had a little bit in the article that this was when I was up with my brother during his post-transplant, and we I had to be his caregiver for a number of weeks, I talked to other individuals, and I mentioned in the article a hygienist did find this in one of her patients, and this has really piqued my interest because she had this patient for a long period of time, and she noticed that the bleeding was not regular for this patient and said, I'm not going to treat you today. You need to go see your doctor, and it was discovered. Yay for her. So it's just something that we have to be aware of, that it's out there. It's another question to ask. And I get it. Probing can be difficult without someone to help you. But it has to become and remain part of our diagnostics for disease. Yeah. It's, and as I shared with you, I just returned from the AOSH conference. And it's becoming so evident that when you've got these signs in front of you, you need to take the additional time to ask some extra questions because, as you said, if you just jumped in and started treating these individuals as if they had periodontal disease in these areas, you're possibly going to cause or make the problem worse or give them additional health challenges and risks that they didn't need. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I even want to talk about just post-stem cell transplant because it is grueling if anyone has ever had a friend or a, someone that has gone through a transplant. Um, it's nothing to, to yeah. you know, be calm about. And right. um, also just understanding, you know, prednisone is always a buzzword for us in hygiene, right? But there's such a frequency that after the transplant, they're going to go into graft-versus-host disease, so GDHD, and that's where my brother is right now. So once they take them, you take them off of the anti-rejection drugs to see if the stem cells are going to kick in, they quite frequently will have GVHD for the rest of their life. And that's really where the oral manifestations show up. So they will get oral thrush, aphthous ulcers, down the trachea. It's really very difficult for them to manage. And also they put them on prednisone and prednisone, as we all know, can um, cause a fatal condition if we are not aware that they are taking this. Um, so he's on 40 milligrams of prednisone, and they say he will be on this for a long, long time. So, mm. yeah, it, it's difficult. Well, I, I am so sorry, and sending blessings and health to your brother. Of course, 10 minutes goes by way, way too fast. Yeah. And this, <laughs> right. is, this is a very, very important topic to bring forward to our listeners so they can provide the quality care to their patients and be aware of these signs and symptoms. Teresa, if any of our listeners have additional questions for you, want to dive a little deeper into this topic with you, how can they get in touch? Absolutely. I would love to talk to any, any dentist or hygienist about this or any other individual. My website is www.hygienewise.com. My email is hygienewise at gmail.com. So, and that's hygienewise with a Z. Um, so hygienewise. There you um, go. Yes. Thank you so much, Jackie, for bringing this to everyone's attention. I really appreciate this. Well, absolutely. Thank you for sharing your wealth of knowledge, um, both personally and professionally with our listeners. And I want to thank our listeners for sharing this time with us today. And if you've got more questions, please get in touch with Teresa. Everybody take care and provide quality care to your patients. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jackie.
Thank you for listening to this episode of RDH Magazine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this interview. Hit that subscribe button and join us next Thursday for another conversation with Jackie Sanders. Find us on social media, visit our website, and sign up for one of our amazing newsletters to keep up to date with your profession. Hygienists come for the education, but stay for the community. See you next time. Thank you.